Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Archangel podcast. I am Father Jacob. I'm the associate pastor here at St. Michael's in Cherville. And unfortunately for this episode, Megan Jones had a dentist appointment, so she won't be able to join us. But on her half, her behalf, I can say hello. But it'll just be me interviewing our guests for today. Our guests for today are Mike and Janine Quigley. And we will go ahead and hand it over to them. They've been very involved in many different aspects of the parish life and here at St. Michael's. But here we're here to focus about the youth group here at St. Michael's, which is called Radiate. So I will hand it over to you guys, I guess, kind of out of the gate. Um, you know, just out of curiosity, how did you um, both find, like, St. Mike's? How long have you been involved in the parish? And... Like, how did that eventually then develop to being in charge of uh, the youth group? That's not like an everyday thing, right? So no, it's not. So thank you for in- interviewing us. Yeah, certainly. Um, well, I've been a parishioner here my whole life since first grade. And so it's been near and dear to my heart. I taught here for 11 years with elementary classes. And so, but I've always continued to stay involved in the parish and mm-hmm. got married here and mm-hmm. So anyway, just wanted to share that, you know, we saw a need for a high school youth group. I was asked many times in the past, and I was like, no, I'm not interested. And I was teaching. A lot of the times I was teaching. I was mm-hmm, like, I have no mm-hmm. time for that. I was like, no way. And teenagers, forget it. Yeah, the I challenge, was, right? Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay. Um, elementary, I think I can handle, but high school, no. And um, I did have a lot of doubts, but there was one time I was at our Bible study here, if I did that for about five years, and that was really beneficial in many ways. So I highly encourage people to, you know, learn more about the Bible. It's pretty cool and meet yeah. some cool people. Yeah, and we have another Bible study episode. So if you're listening, you can scroll up and click on the Bible study one. So shout out to, to that one as well, huh? There you yeah. go. It, yeah. it, it can really change your life and meet some really cool people and hear different perspectives. And so anyway, at this session, you know, over 10 years or maybe 11 years now, I was at a table and uh, one of my friends said, hey, you know, we don't have a youth group here. I'm trying to get a hold of, you know, trying to get something started and it's not working out. And it was at that moment I knew in my heart, I was actually physically shaking like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the Holy Spirit is really talking pretty, pretty mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. right now. And I said to him, I said, it's me. You're going to work with me. And he goes, really? No, just pray about it, Janine. I was like, no, it's me. I know it. I know it in my heart of hearts. I go, don't worry. I go, let's meet. So we met the next day and we talked out and I was able to get a hold of Father Marty. We had a meeting with him and he was kind of skeptical at first. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, you know, we've had lots of different people coming through trying to start youth group. What makes you different? Yeah. And I mean, just to say too, it is really hard. I mean, I commend you guys for the time that you have given to the Radiate program thus far. I mean, I've heard awesome things about it before I came here and then I've witnessed it while I've been here. Um, but it's tough. It's a tough crowd. It really is sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy spending time with the kids that are there and getting to know them, but it's, it's hard to plan and hard to orchestrate. You know, it's a challenge for sure. So it can be, but you know how it is. You put yourself out there and mm-hmm. the rewards are great. So yeah, certainly we've totally enjoyed it. We don't have kids. So Brady 
kind of our, they are our kids. Um, So we love it. And we get to do it together, Mm -hmm. which is fun. But we always too, I always want to give credit to our team because you have to have a team to have Mm -hmm. it run successfully. It's a, it could be a lot of pressure on one person, possibly even two, but you do need to have a team. And that was Father Marty's advice. Start with a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've always had that. So that's been super helpful for us. And it gives a g- good broad perspective to reach the kids' needs, you know, who can relate to them differently in different aspects. So, yeah, certainly. And I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that's awesome to see in working so well in the parish and see, you know, so many different things happening. So, kind of on that note, um, in how, like, how Radiate runs, I guess. I've never asked before, how did you guys come up with the name? Before we even had the teens and we started Radiate, we, that was one mm-hmm. of our first sessions was, okay, how do we, what are we going to name? Mm-hmm. And so we kind of mm-hmm. put some things out there. We looked on the internet for ideas and we kind of just did a brainstorm session with the teenagers and our adult leaders at the time. And we came up with all kinds of things and then we ended up voting. Mm-hmm. And Radiate was kind of a cool name that we all liked and that's how it really came up. So the teenagers actually voted for it. Oh, nice. That's cool. That's cool. And I mean, just the chance to get them involved in that process too is really, really something that's awesome. So then, like, what kind of uh, like age group is Radiate focused on? And then, like, what a kind of like, what's the format? Like, what are the evenings look like? Like, how does all of that work? Well, I'll start this off a little bit with, um, and Janine can supplement this mm-hmm. for me. It is really intended for once you've been confirmed, typically. Mm-hmm spring, late spring of your eighth grade year here Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the diocese, you're welcome to come to Radiate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We often have an event to encourage that, whether it be a gym night or some other event that would be great for eighth graders to come and join us. And then then they're in. There's nothing to do or sign up for or obligation that is or any application or or fee. Yeah, there you go. What do I have to do to join Mr. Quigley? Show up. <laughs> there Just you go. Show up. And as far as the format goes, we there is a little bit of a history, but we don't need to go over that. As far as we started out with how uh, how long it how long of a session we were going to have, but mm-hmm. right now, engineering can expand. Right now, we meet approximately twice a month, from six to eight on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. We toyed around with all kinds of ideas. We 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 went through every. Every dot, every suggestion, but Sunday night seems to work, mm-hmm. six to eight, and we've been doing that for a couple of years now, and it seems to be the best scenario that we can ask for. Mm-hmm. And on occasion, we'll have different events that require us to skip a week or go back-to-back weeks, depending mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Easter, mm-hmm. Mother's Day, you name it. Yeah. And so, Janine actually kind of been at the parish for... Quite a few years. I don't want to date. I don't want to date her. How many years? But quite a few. And that's how I came to the parish fathers. I met Janine in college, and she was here. So that's how I got to St. Mike's. That's how you got tied in. Then that's huh? how there I you got go. pulled in. Yeah. And um, so Janine can kind of expand on that a little bit on um, what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So particularly like the formatting or like layout. I mean. Also, it's worth it's worth saying it's good to hear like that it's changed over the years because like if there's any like youth leaders or anyone like kind of involved in this aspect of ministry, like it it ebbs and flows and there's new ideas and things fade in and out. And 
there's a lot of, you know, times for success. And I'm sure there's been a lot of times for challenges too. And like, it takes a lot of time for that, like development to happen, huh? What do you guys, yeah. It does. So we kind of looked at it as, okay, what kind of things to tackle? You Mm -hmm. know, we need communications. We need uh, teenagers. How are we going to get the word out? What are we going to do? So we, we, we probably planned about six months before we even ever had any teenagers. So just the adults met and we just would meet and then research and meet and talk to other and observe other youth groups, even um, outside of our diocese. These are even like Protestant churches we went mm-hmm, to and mm-hmm, just kind of mm-hmm. checked in with. So we thought, let's just, just try and get as well-rounded as possible. Mm-hmm. So, and then... We also were trained at, in the diocese program by the prior... Person Kevin Driscoll. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. He came Vicky, out and trained us. And now oh, Vicky gotcha. Hathaway would do the same thing to help. Oh, gotcha. So then there's still there's definitely like particularly for listeners in the diocese looking to start this up or ideas like there's definitely resources there. That's awesome. That's awesome. There are and it it and what Kevin's words were. He's like, I don't know what your youth ministry is going to look like. We call it youth ministry because we want to be encompassing versus youth group is a group. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure everybody's invited. Yeah. So uh, we call it youth ministry. And he had said, I don't know what it's going to look like because we all were like, okay, what is it going to look like? He's like, it depends on the environment of your parish and Mm -hmm. your teens that come and your leaders. And that's not something you could predict. Mm. So just working together, you know, we just kind of came up with, you know, beginning prayer time. We have like housekeeping stuff, what's happening in the parish, what's happening in their lives. Mm -hmm. And then we get into the more of a meat of it. We do have planning sessions, the teenagers plan. So Mm -hmm. we plan like maybe a week or two prior. So we usually meet after like 930 mass and just kind of meet and say, what does this look like next time we see you? How do you want to present this? So we try and give them as much autonomy as possible. Mm -hmm. I'm just like the record keeper and I just put everything down in like a lesson plan. Plan, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not school. Yeah, <laughs> this certainly. is not yeah, a school. Yeah. And that has been mis- a misconception from the very get-go. Even mm-hmm. parents are like, oh, we don't need to have our kids go to school again. And it's like, it's not school. Yeah. So we want that to be very clear. It's mm-hmm. a, really a time where the teenagers come together with their faith mm-hmm. and enrich their faith, but yet we want it to be fun. They yeah. want fun. And we they have had wonderful friendships that mm-hmm. they've, you know, so I usually do the four Fs. The faith, food, fun, and friendships. Nice. The recipes are for success for, I mean, I think not only youth ministry, but I think really any parish ministry, right? I mean, if you're not having some of those aspects drawn in, then like, you know, if you're not making any friends, that's not fun, you know? <laughs> and it was re- it's been really neat to witness some of the teenagers and they're in college now or even outside of college and they would have never met without mm-hmm. Radiate. And mm-hmm. there's some of them are best buddies. It's yeah. really nice to see. Well, and like even just in the short time I've been here to see exactly that, like the friendships they build. But then too, like this past Christmas, there was some like alums of the group that came back and conducted like an evening and everything, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, just a lot of awesome things. And then the willingness for them to come and like give back and be involved. I mean, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. So So one thing that expanded our universe is when we went through the training with Kevin Mm -hmm. in that it's just not a two-hour checklist on Sunday night. And what we did is it seems like Radiate and Youth Ministry have expanded to Mm 24-7-365. And so, and even if you're in fifth grade, Mm -hmm. sometimes uh, 
a high school person will t- interact with you and talk with you. And a lot of times that impression's made about, well, when I get to high school, I'm going to get to go to Radiate. And mm-hmm, then, of mm-hmm. course, like you said, Father, when someone graduates high school and goes to college, they get sometimes it feels good when they come back and they say hi to you, mm-hmm, Mr. Mm-hmm. Q, Mrs. Q. Mm-hmm. And they tell – so those relationships is what is what really is – kind of the secret covert goal of joining us to the church and joining us to get closer to Jesus mm-hmm. is through these relationships. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we think it's the carrot is actually the program and it's part of the recipe, but the carrot is actually the relationships that we that we are drawn with best friends and let's go to church and then they're drawn closer to Jesus together. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, separately, maybe they would have stayed home right. or whatnot. Right. So the relationships that we carry before, during, and after radiate, not just mm-hmm. in those two-hour session in those four walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I just wanted to speak on that a little bit. So that we've been very blessed. And I wanted to say one more thing. Yeah, the please. The first couple of years for Janine and I and the group, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of work. Oh yeah. And yeah. a lot of conversations, a lot of. I don't want to say the word hardships because I don't remember the hardships. However, mm-hmm. it felt like after maybe four years, five years, give or take, mm-hmm. it turned to joy. And it was it was something that you know was of God and it felt and it filled you mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. it. But I remember at first it was a, it was it was fun, but then the joy mm. came later. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like, why didn't it come sooner? Why did it come later? I don't know. I can't control that. Mm-hmm. But now there's a joy to it that we, uh, we what a blessing we've received yeah. doing this. So a lot of people thank us for what we do, but really what we get from it exceeds anything that we can put into it. So, Yeah, amen. And I mean, it's just something to keep in mind with any ministry, with any, like, of these episodes that, you know, like, people have been listening to that all the ministries here, there's like dedicated people behind them that's you know like you know like faith and life has gone into it um but then not to mention as well like when it starts out there's almost certainly going to be a limited number of people that you're able to bring in and it grows over time organically on its own as people are drawn to exactly that like the joy the relationships the fun the food like all those aspects together you know um to create that relationship with christ so that's kind of the uh, the end game, you know. But so we kind of touched upon a little bit of kind of like the programming and the time. and um, But I know, too, there's like some signature events, at least in what I've witnessed, like, you know, in my year, a little a little over a year here. So, like, what are some of the annual events like? And like, I know I've played cornhole. There's like a beach time, right? Um, and then there's different aspects. So, like, what are the annual events like and what's it look like and how does that work? Well, we... We usually um, have a pretty good time at our little holiday parties, you know, whether mm-hmm. they're dressing up for Halloween or they're, you know, having extra special games at Christmas time or what we've done regularly. And the kids actually, the teenagers, this, when we went around the fire pit and we kind of, de- you know, decided what is going to be happening this year. Mm-hmm. So they did an overview, like a skeleton of some things that they'd like to do. So there's some things that have changed, but some of the things that they have kept that we were interested, you know, Kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. Because sometimes we think we know what they want, but they know what they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they'll tell you, right? Yeah, yeah. They'll tell us. Yeah. Um, 
But these are some cool things I thought they came up with all on their own. Like we've done the car wash in mm-hmm. the past. They want to do that again. Mm-hmm. That was a signature thing that we did. We have done. We've done caroling almost every year except for the COVID year. But hopefully yeah. this year we'll be able to get into the nursing home and carol. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. seem to like that. Um, they want – we play games in the gym. They love that. Mm. They came up with, I thought, Stations of the Cross Night. Wow. So we'll see how that's going to happen, you know. Mm. They want to do like a movie night where they dress up in character. Mm. So I thought some pretty cool stuff. We're going to do a friendship bracelet making night coming wow, up here okay. in the beginning of October. So every that was a very popular, very highly voted on. So they, mm. they, we, what we did was brainstormed all these ideas. We talked about what kinds of things you want to see, like in the faith realm, mm-hmm. in relational mm-hmm. realm. What do you want to do for a super fun night? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do for a service night? Mm-hmm. So they each got post-it notes and they put post-it notes on each section. And then when it was all said, when they're done writing out their information, they talked to each other mm. around the fire. They did it on their own. However, they went up to the board and they put their sections and filled it with the different colors of, uh, post-it notes and that mm. really derived a lot of generated a lot of ideas mm-hmm. and then we all voted all the teenagers voted on which ones were interesting to them mm. and we took the top three and we said let's do these three from each section mm-hmm. and uh, we'll keep the other ones on hand for future so that's what we did and we nice. came up with some pretty good ideas i mean even just all of the things involved in that to think about the planning like the execution of that just that one session and then also to teaching them like about vulnerability to like put themselves out there and be willing to like take the risk of being voted on or not. Like that's, that's awesome. That's a really cool thing. So, well, the one, the one good aspect father is that yeah. like Janine mentioned earlier, when you have a team, it does. Yeah. Many yeah, hands yeah. made light work. The mm-hmm. teenagers also want to be involved and typically depending on will run things. So mm-hmm. that's awesome as well. Mm hmm. But if I if I could highlight a couple of fun things that I wanted to, as far as the activities that we've done in the past, yeah, certainly, one of, certainly. One of the most fun we did this a couple of times. We did a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. and it was planned for by a couple of uh, teenagers, like like Ruthie Hanson one time planned mm-hmm. the whole scavenger hunt, nice. and we did it. We, did, we used a digital phone, like they had to go take a picture like in front of father's house mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the pumpkin or something <laughs> to nice. get a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there's, you know, so it's really about <laughs> spending time together. Yeah. Well, and get an awesome picture in front of the house with the pumpkin, right? I mean, come on. You got to you gotta do it, you know? Yeah. And one was take a photo, like an album cover photo where they have four or five people uh-huh. and they look like they're making an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they all act cool, if you will. Uh-huh. So, but um, <laughs> one, one other... Uh, weekend that we used to have a couple of we had it for a couple of years was illuminate weekend Mm. and that was where we would spend the night so obviously the last year and a half we didn't have it yeah but we would we would do a service project we would go to church together on saturday night we would spend the night uh the in the gym but the boys would be separated into maybe the hall Mm -hmm. and the girls Mm -hmm. in the gym and then we would play games and do some meditation and do some other things as well. And they would spend the night because then you get to bond. Like yeah, you yeah. typically don't get to bond. Kind of like a lock-in kind of thing. Lock-in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And, uh, and then the next day we would have a car wash. So the car wash uh, itself probably wasn't the end uh, interest 
but I think they had a lot of fun because it was at the uh-huh. end of the weekend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was typically hot and water balloons mm-hmm. and uh, so on and so forth. So we so some of those are little highlights of our events and activities that we've had in the past, and we'd like to have them in the future. But it does get a little bit easier when you've done it for a couple of years where Janine being the teacher, mm-hmm. she has a lot of records that she keeps. Sure. Notes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the fact that we've done a couple of things before helps because the first time you do something, mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, and then then you have that experience and wisdom to help you the next time. Yeah, I kind of like get the feedback going and, you know, be willing to keep on building and yeah, yeah. One more thing. Please. In this, in this arena. Uh-huh. By far, this parish... Yeah. Super helpful. When we call, particularly me, when I call upon a certain group of people uh-huh. or certain individuals to help us mm-hmm. radiate, mm-hmm. go pick up pizza for us. Mm-hmm. Can you help me set up this for that event? Absolutely. Over the span of nine or 10 years, there's been over a dozen or a couple dozen folks that have pitched in parents, mm-hmm. non-parents, mm-hmm. people that have donated. It's unbelievable. It's mm-hmm. it, it overwhelms you. Yeah. And so we've been very fortunate and very grateful for those this parish that supports this ministry. Yeah. No, it's awesome to see because I've heard that over and over again too with other other aspects of parish life. And I mean, I just I think too it's so awesome and people are so joyous and excited to actually like give to the upcoming like next generation of Catholics and help form them and, you know, help give them those relationships that they desire in the context of the church. So you know, it's all, you know, for all for the glory of God and a beautiful thing for sure. Um, kind of as we, you know, start to think about, uh, you know, one other thing here was, you know, if there's someone listening that, um, you know, we can start with maybe like a um, potential like high schooler or like someone coming out of that confirmation time, you know, if they're listening, like what would be like your advice to them to think about coming or like what would be your encouragement? Maybe what would be your challenge? Like how would that look and like how would you draw them in or, you know, what would you want to share with them? What do you think? Well, we would hope that they are very comfortable coming, Mm -hmm. um, but we realize that it could be a little scary and that's what we run into. Um, But we welcome you with open arms. We're waiting for you at the door. And we want to make sure you're involved right away and we get you to talk to someone. We say, you know, someone older, come on over and talk. This is someone new. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure they feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people come, some of the eighth graders or the new people coming in have a friend they come with. Sometimes they come by themselves. Um, But we always ask them, if you can give it about three times, Mm. we have heard over the years that they didn't want to come the first time, but mom made them. And the mm. second time, okay, fine, mom, you're making me go again. Mm. And then the third time, they're all in. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. What was I fighting it for? Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. they become, we've heard that many times over. So we ask to p- have people try it, to have the teenagers try it for three times at least, mm-hmm. give it a shot, and then make an assessment and see if this is something that's a fit for you. But, you know, we don't make you feel bad if you don't come. We tell you we miss you. But, you know, mm-hmm. we know kids are busy. We know people are busy. Mm-hmm. And um, so we want to encourage and welcome everyone. And it's really ran by the teenagers. Uh, the par- the adults are there just to kind of, you know, facilitate and just kind of be with everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. So we want to make sure it's teen-oriented. Mm-hmm. And that's our goal. And we want everyone to feel welcome. 
Yeah, certainly, certainly. And I mean, it's it's what I've seen too with um, like how you like you said with the teen oriented and like having them really lead and run it. Um, it's like kind of seeing you guys be like the guide rails for them to kind of give them the resources. You know, if like maybe there is an I there is sometimes ideas that it's like okay, well, we can't, like, you know, make a food bank for all of Indiana, but how can we, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like, you know, like reeling it in a little bit or focusing or that kind of thing, that that guide and that that leader, that mentor. So, I mean, definitely teaching them things that are very valuable, but they are definitely eager in what I've witnessed. And, you know, I think what people can help realize too, or anyone that's thinking about coming, like there is an eagerness to lead, an eagerness to give, Um, an eagerness to want to help like build something um, from like the teenagers that I've seen that I mean I'm honest I have a surprise like and it's awesome to see like and I'm glad that I'm very surprised you know it's amazing but they really do want to like see it succeed and like give of themselves and offer like to build it like it's really awesome so yeah it's I just awesome. I love this you know I'm looking on some of the notes that the teens came up with I mean they want to put p- care packages together for the good Samaritans mm-hmm. they came up with that and I don't know exactly how that's going to work we don't know but we'll mm-hmm. figure it out mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of cool yeah um, they want to do adoration and confession night mm. and that's always a big hit you had asked mm. a little bit previous like what is a standard they love to sit quietly in the chapel, and they love that. And wow. That and, that, and that's not us leading them. That's what they want collectively. Mm. So it's really remarkable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes I think uh, just, you know, as I've, you know, I've been, you know, in ministry just a short period of time, but um, like helping out in college and other aspects of life, you kind of think like, that you have to like convince people to do these kind of things or like how are you going to rope them in like you know you got to have like food after to incentivize people to do this but then like at the end of the day i mean they are wanting to do that like there's, there's, that, that's got to be a feeling or a moment of like nice we like this is this is great <laughs> like <laughs> you know for that moment yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> but just to kind of sit in that and realize like they came up with that like it's beautiful you know, it's beautiful that to see that desire for truth and beauty and worship and that, I mean, I mean, even for that matter too, like the um, care packages for the Good Samaritans, like that they know about that ministry in the parish, that they see it, that they want to give to it, that, yeah. So I don't know. There can sometimes be like negativity that flows around in our culture about like the future, about the next generation. And uh, I haven't really had time to see that here at all. Like I, I don't give a time of day for it anyway, but to even like that's just not true like the the teens here are so willing to give and so ready to do that and so happy joyous to do it so they bring a lot of hope they they radiate oh oh <laughs> there you go we we actually found <laughs> they, every time we hear the word radiate in scripture uh-huh. at church we we all look at each other if we look at marissa richardson or Catherine sanders or erica dolder or uh-huh, uh-huh. or Whomever, yeah, or Jane Wallace, and the the the, the word radiate comes up in scripture a couple of times a year, I believe, from time to time. Or if we if someone speaks that word, we always kind of little, get a little light, oh, look at nice. each other, a little sparkle. But there's also a a Christian contemporary Christian song, mm-hmm. radiate that oh. that someone made, and so I it's 
kind of a little corny, but we 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 play it once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's become the official theme song, if you will. There you go. Sort yeah. of. One, and, and they wrote it for you guys, right? No. <laughs> yeah. No. I think one time, one time there was a license plate, even. But oh, but, there you go. But anyway, well, now you know what you guys can change your license plates to, huh? <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. So, but uh, I mean, I think just in kind of wrapping things up, I mean, just to emphasize, Gene, uh, what you mentioned, like that three-time thing, right? That's kind of what you've noticed as like. Kind of like a, it just give it a chance for, you know, maybe put yourself out there for three meetings, you know, maybe parents and, and challenge and encourage your teens. Maybe three meetings could be that that moment. And I mean, I don't know. It's easy to get drawn up to. Like we're not selling used cars, so like if you don't want to, if you find that it's 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 not something that you're drawn into or you get busy, then it's not like an element of guilt or shame in what I've hearing. I haven't heard those words in the whole interview. So that's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> so not uh, one mention of it, but so what do you think? Any, uh, any closing thoughts as we kind of wind down or um, any final piece of advice to any of our listeners about, uh, you know, where to leave it or uh, we'll give you guys the last word. What do you think? I would just, I like to ask people whether you're whatever age you are, you know, some people like, what can we do to help? Or we love what you're doing. And I just always ask for those prayers. Let's pray for our teens that we're meeting the, their needs. And mm-hmm. that's really the bottom line. And all of our adult leaders, we have no ego. It's not about us. And we put God first. We really focus on that because it's it's for the teenagers. And what is it that God wants from us? Um, how can we serve them? So if we can get those extra prayers, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Take all the prayers we can get, huh? We, we definitely have dedicated this program and ministry to, to God. This is his youth ministry, mm-hmm. and we are the caretakers. We op- unlock the door. We go shopping for snacks. Jenny mm-hmm. makes the lesson plan, and God takes care of the rest. Mm-hmm. So for us, whoever's there is there, mm-hmm. and whoever's – and uh, d- we, that's, what we, that's what we concentrate on, mm-hmm. and then that's how we roll, if you will. Yeah, and sure, this, sure. this is God's ministry – and um, one thing I would like to ask anybody listening, anybody at all wants to have just what is, I, I didn't really know a lot about this. Go to the bulletin board mm, mm-hmm. in the back of church. There's mm-hmm. two bulletin boards. Mm-hmm. And one of them is dedicated to Radiate that uh, Janine actually up keeps up to date. And look at the pictures. That's all you need to see. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. tells a thousand word story. Mm. is look at the bulletin board and you can really capture what Reed is all about. And uh, of course, we're always available for any questions or thoughts or prayers as well. Awesome. Well, thank you both very much for giving of your time to come in here and, you know, talk about Radiate and to share a little bit about it, to pose that invitation to others. This has been another episode of Behind the Archangel podcast. I'm Father Jacob, and thanks again to our guests for coming on today. They've been they've been great. So if you've liked this episode or want to share it with someone, go ahead and do so. But feel free to pass it on to someone that you think would benefit from it. And who knows, maybe if you're listening and you've been pulled or think about that idea of coming to radiate here at St. Michael's, go ahead and take the plunge. Until then, we'll see you next time. God bless you.